Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Hello and welcome. It's a Monday, October 10th edition of the DC Daily Drop. Today we've got a bunch of news about movies and a little bit of TV and video game news. To start off with, last Friday, Zack Snyder released a behind-the-scenes sizzle reel for Justice League on Twitter. It's about 83 seconds of of lots of behind-the-scenes stuff and of the filming process. What did you think of this, Zach? Uh, it was really, really cool to see. Uh, he released it because the the UK filming wrapped, and so yep. we, we got to see a lot of the, the stuff that they've been filming, a ton of action, um, a lot of the Justice League together, um, some Superman... Uh, there's a lot of other cool stuff too. Yeah, there was um a lot of there was a lot of green screen, but there was a lot more practical sets than I thought we got to see and it was cool just seeing them in action. It looked like everybody was having a good time, but it's a 5 month process, so I'm sure they had some good times in there. Yeah. <laughs> not to be a not to be a Debbie Downer, but I'm sure they had a lot of hard stuff to go through too. Um but yeah, there was lots of workout highlights and everything, which were it's amazing to see how those guys are all in good shape on the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they they wrap filming on Friday, and they're heading to Iceland for the last little bit of shooting. Um, yeah, so I I just wrote down a handful of Easter eggs in there. We did see Superman briefly. They sort of hit it. I didn't even notice it the first time I watched it. There was also, if you catch that one point, that around forty four seconds, it looked like black suited Superman the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. He does have what looked like a utility belt on, so. A lot of people think it's Batman, but he also didn't have a mask or gloves on. Right. So I don't know. It's tough. It, you know, it's it's from a distance, so I think it's meant to be ambiguous, but it was interesting. Anyway, uh, we also saw the shot of the Justice League going down an elevator, and it looks just like the elevator Bruce Wayne went down in Batman v Superman to get mm. to the Batcave, mm-hmm. which is just awesome, <laughs> getting to see the whole Justice League in the Batcave. There was that part where the... It looked like two Amazonians were catching something. They were practicing something. So I don't know. You know, there's been the rumors that there's going to be a flashback to the first time Darkseid invaded. So I think that could have something to do with that. Did you catch the guy with the purple pants? I did not. (laughs) You didn't see the purple pants? Um, So I didn't catch it either the first time I went through. But there's a guy. The first time I watched it, it looked like navy pants. So I wasn't worried about it. But we just see him from like the waist down. And it's purple pants, and he's dropping a gun or something that falls out of his hands. <laughs> so a lot of people are guessing the Joker, but yeah. it could be it could be a tease. It could be any random thug or anything else. So, and that's sort of the thing with this footage. There's a lot of random speculation we can do, but there's nothing concrete, mm-hmm. which is what they meant to do. Um, there's also the fun part with that everybody's talking about, where Jason Momoa dropped his trident. And does some kung fu and and grabs Wonder Woman's sword. Yep, which was a lot of fun. And we also got to see Cyborg's costume pre CGI, yeah. where it's just like all the mocap stuff and looks really funny. But it's amazing how his suit looks actually in the film when you see what he looks like behind the scenes. Yeah, and I think this all goes back to what what we've talked about before that Zack Snyder is a master at releasing exactly what he wants you to see when he wants you to see it. So yeah. I'm I'm sure he's watched this clip a hundred different times to make sure that everything is okay to go out and that there's nothing yeah. crazy getting leaked. Right. He's got it edited exactly how he wanted to. So like I said, we know nothing concrete out of this, but there's tons of fun and mindless speculation we can do from it. Yeah. 
All right, our next piece of news is uh, regarding the Batman versus Superman Blu-ray sales. Uh, it's still going really, 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 really well. Um, according to the site that tracks this, the numbers, um, they, which is a good name for a site that tracks numbers of home video well, yeah. sales. <laughs> what number? What other name would you want? <laughs> um, so they they actually only have through I think the last week of July, just because it takes so long to to actually get the correct totals for home video sales. Right, they're usually a couple months behind at least. I don't know the specifics on that, but it's they've got to get the numbers from each store. It's just a lot to track. Mm-hmm. So, so they actually only have two weeks of sales for it, and in those two weeks, it's already uh, Batman versus Superman is already the number eight selling um, Blu-ray of 2016 in terms of unit in terms of units, um, right about two million sold, and then number five in terms of gross income, forty five million dollars so it's just it's good news that it's still making money a lot of people want to see it yeah that's huge numbers and i think a lot of people were interested by the ultimate cut and it had a lot better word of mouth so i think that's helped sales a little bit Mm -hmm. um yeah we'll see how we'll see how well they had legs i guess but they were reported as being number one on the sales chart for at least a few weeks so there should be another couple good weeks of reporting left yeah our next story is uh, that Sony Pictures has acquired the rights to make a movie um, about Dr. William Malton Marston, the creator of Wonder Woman. Uh, right now, the title is Professor Marston, Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman. Uh, this is coming out of Deadline is where we're getting this from. Um, and the movie is going to be about Dr. Marston, his wife Elizabeth, and their polyamorous relationship with Olive Byrne. And Olive Byrne is who Wonder Woman was based on. Um if you don't know, Marston was uh, a feminist and psychologist, and he created uh, the systolic blood pressure test, which led to the creation of the lie detector test, which might, yeah. Yeah, so that, yeah, so some people have speculated that's where the lasso of truth comes from. And, right, yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> um, yeah, he. I'm wondering how they approach this story. It's He's definitely an interesting character, Dr. Marston, and mm-hmm. I think he had two kids with Elizabeth and two kids with Olive. And after he passed away, the, the two women lived together um, and everything. So it's really an interesting and unique story for its day, especially. Mm-hmm. And, and there, so, there was a lot of controversy at the time um, because Wonder Woman was a woman superhero. And Right. The first real big, big time female superhero mm-hmm. and still the most popular. And she's only going to get more popular right now yep. with movie appearance this year she's going to be in two movies next year um so i think sony's trying to jump on the bandwagon there definitely so i'm i'm wondering how that how that will play out in a movie form uh it's starring luke evans as william moulton marston and rebecca hall and bella heathcote and it's going to be written and directed by angela robinson uh we don't have a lot of news a lot of information to go off of right now but i think it's just starting production Mm mm-hmm so I don't know, we might hear something more about it coming out next year or, you know, if they try to time it close to the release of Wonder Woman in June or if it comes out later that year. I don't know yet. Uh, another movie that's coming out based on DC creators is a Bill Finger documentary. Uh, it's being made by Hulu. They've got a division that makes documents, so it's going to be, or documentaries, so it's going to be released just on Hulu. Bill Finger is actually one of the most important writers in the early days of or most important creators in the early days of DC Comics. He's officially now credited as a co-creator on Batman, as well as creating the first Green Lantern, Alan Scott. 
he passed away in 1974 and got almost no credit for his work on Batman. Um, Bob Kane had had a really good contract back when back in the 30s, and he was created credited as the sole creator of Batman and got most of the royalties and everything like that. But finally, starting this past year, Bill Finger got credit with starting with Batman v Superman in Gotham this year. Batman is now created by Bob Kane with Bill Finger. Mm-hmm. And that was a big deal for a lot of fans to finally see him get credit. Um, and it sounds like the title is going to be Batman and Bill, according to bleedingcool.com. So not a lot of information on that one either, but uh, we'll keep you updated when there is. Uh, in other news, Mark McClure might be in Justice League, according to Superman supermanhomepage.com. Um, so Mark McClure was the Jimmy Olsen in the, the Christopher Reeve Superman films as well as the Helen Slater Supergirl film. He was sort of a, the one person who crossed over. Um, he was at an event recently and was asked if he's going to be in any more DC projects. Because like in the past, he was in uh, Smallville. If you remember, he was Jax Ur, the Kryptonian who was living on Earth with Blue Kryptonite. Yep. <laughs> um, and he said he's got a recurring role in Powerless, the TV series comedy that's going to be on NBC. And he also sort of cryptically said that he will be in a film that's going to be released at the end of 2017. So assuming he meant a DC film, there's really only one option, and that's Justice League. Right. Unless, I mean, I guess he could have meant an animated film or something like that. But that's, um. so most people are assuming, uh, I have no idea who he could play. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, he could be just a random background guy. He could be some random extra somewhere, or he could be an important scientist. I don't know. He could be hot dog vendor number three, or he could be hot dog dog vendor number three. Yeah, that's very true. (laughs) Yeah. So not again, not much information to go on there, but something to pass along. Our next piece of news is the, uh, the TV show Krypton, which will be airing on sci-fi has started filming today. Um, Georgina Campbell, who plays Lita Zod on the show, uh, tweeted out that she was starting production today uh, and they're going to be shooting in Serbia. And this has kind of brought back up some of the, the questions that people have had is whether the show is going to be part of the DCEU or not. Um, what do we know about right. that, Tom? Right. So I've never thought it was, but that's just that sort of opinion. So I think it was two years ago. And then again, last October, David Goyer sort of off the cuff said it takes place 200 years before Man of Steel. I always took that to mean it takes place 200 years before Krypton explodes. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily 200 years before the exact events of Man of Steel. So I don't think it's going to be connected. A lot of people still do, but we've heard nothing about it being connected in any way. And just logically, I don't think they would put a film or a show with such a low budget and try to connect it to the films that they've been very careful with and not connected any other shows to it. Exactly. I mean, yeah. for starters, they've never publicly said they have any desire to put a TV show in this universe. Right. And he, and his further comments about the show too, he talks about how he just likes the idea of Krypton and he just wants to kind of explore kind of the history there and the culture there. And it, it to me, I don't know, it just, it's like you said, it sounds more like he just likes the idea of Krypton and he likes that, that scene from the beginning of Man of Steel not necessarily, I like, uh, not necessarily saying that this is a prequel to Man of Steel and these, the events that happen on this show happen in the same universe as Man of Steel. It's just, we got a sneak peek of what 
politics and life on Krypton could be like. So let's explore that. Yeah, yeah, exactly what you said there. It sounds like he saw the potential of Krypton and, you know, creating a whole world. So I think they're going to try to recreate that in some way on the show. But I don't think it's going to directly lead to the events of Man of Steel. And even if it did, it's 200 years before. It's not going to be in any meaningful way. Yep. Uh, a new Legends of Tomorrow trailer dropped for season two, which is premiering this week, Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's coming up soon. Uh, you, it's a long trailer, like two hour, two two uh, two minutes and forty five seconds. Two or hour something. trailer. <laughs> two hour trailer. You know. Um, but yeah, I think it was just under three minutes, so a lot of stuff packed into it. It looks like it's got a little bit different feel from season one, but still sort of the same tone and everything. Uh, what do you think of this, Zach? Yeah, they they're going heavy on the Justice Society, so that's a big yeah. portion of the trailer. So they're obviously going to be involved for probably the whole series and um a lot of lot of humor a lot of jokes um so if you like that on the show you're going to keep liking it it looks like um and then we actually get like a little voice message from barry allen from the year 2056 and so that piqued my interest (laughs) that was a very interesting part and how that could possibly play in right and then uh supergirl also showed up and so Obviously, we already know that there's going to be the crossover between the four shows. So it'll be interesting to see how they do it. Obviously, because especially with Supergirl, because they're keeping her in a separate universe, even though she's moving. The show is moving to CW now. It's still going to be a separate universe. So she's going to have to travel through a different dimension or something to get to this shared universe. Right. For now, at least they're in separate universes, whether that changes or not. um, I'm interested to see how she could be involved with Legends while being in a separate universe. Yeah, there's really a lot of potential with this show. I know it was hit or miss for a lot of people last year. Um, I'm hoping they sort of learned the, some of their lessons. Each episode was kind of a quick flash. You got you barely got to know the characters, and they were short stories and or short scenes with each character, and they sort of tried to fit all of the cast have to have an important role in in each episode, and they sort of lost it for a lot of fans there. Mm-hmm. But this. There's definitely a lot of interest. We see Oliver Queen, a lot of interesting things going on. I don't know what's going on, but we do see a lot of characters, so we'll see. In comic book news, uh, DC Comics has announced that the Batman 66 uh, comic is going to have a crossover with the Wonder Woman 77 comic. This is just awesome news. Um, For those of you who don't know, the Batman 66 comic is set in the world of the Adam West TV show from the 60s, and the Wonder Woman comic is set in the the world of the TV show from the seventies starring Linda Carter. And so they're going to have a crossover, which I know a lot of fans have wanted for a long time. It's going to be coming in January. They referenced that some sort of time travel might be involved to get them spending time together. Um, yeah. I don't know how they're going to reference that. The Batman obviously started in 66 and Wonder Woman started in 77, but her first season was set in world war, world war two mm-hmm. with the following season set in present day so i don't know how they're going to do that continuity wise and i don't really care yeah. <laughs> it's just cool to see you know in a sort of comic book versions of adam west and linda carter interacting mm-hmm. so of course the the next thing is people want superman to show up somehow that's what <laughs> that's yeah. the first thing i thought of either I, I would like to see the george reeve superman he um from the 50s tv series if they could get that involved that would be really cool I would actually like to see an animated movie or something like that. They could create a whole animated uh, movie set in that world. Maybe even bring in Shazam from the 70s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be really cool to see. Um, 
Yeah, they need like their own. So yeah, we're gonna go see Batman: Return of the Cape Crusaders tonight. So like, if they, depending on how popular this movie is, I'm sure that there's plans, or at least I would think maybe there's plans to do, or they've already announced a second, like a sequel to that movie right. too. But like, if they had this kind of, I don't know what they would call it, but like classic universe or something where all these characters yeah. could interact, that would be really cool. Like a '60s slash '70s Justice League. Yeah, that would be amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah i think i'd love to see dc do more stuff like that um sort of bringing back the old it's so easy to do now with comics or animation um like imagine if they got michael keaton to voice batman and okay. have like brandon routh voice superman for a batman superman cross crossover set in the christopher reeve michael keaton universe batman and superman that would be amazing so could they go back in animation and like make batman and robin good I don't think they can work magic with animation. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> they, I don't. I don't think just because they time travel in, in the movie doesn't mean they can actually do that in real life. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry to burst your bubble there. I'm just. I'm just trying to figure out how this whole animation thing works. <laughs> uh, just in uh, video game news, uh, Injustice Two announced a release date. It comes in March 2017. Uh, it's going to be on PlayStation and Xbox One. This is the sequel to 2013's Injustice Gods Among Us. If you don't know anything about that, it's essentially a uh, parallel universe where Joker kills Lois Lane and Superman just snaps, sticks his hand right through Joker's chest and becomes a a ruler of the whole world. And it's a very interesting storyline. There's whole comic books based about it. And there's it's a very popular video game. Lots of action. So that's something to look forward to if you're a video game fan. And the last thing we're going to go over, Supergirl Season 2 debuts tonight at 8 on the CW. If you want to check that out, or you can go look and see if there's still tickets to go to Batman Return of the Cape Crusaders tonight. We're going to be watching that tonight. Probably have a review for you tomorrow. Yep. All right. Well, that's all the news we got for today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. And make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.